thing because I have a lot of stuff for my male audience listeners, but not a lot of stuff for my female audience listeners. And I mean, so I was going through some of the stats and stuff. Sephora, according to Sephora, they said 63 to 80% of women wear makeup. Okay, that's one. And uh, now the internet's what, 20 years old? So it's still young. And I mean, what do you see that's extremely popular on the internet? You have uh, these makeup videos, tutorials, um, testing videos. Are you familiar? I'm sure you're familiar with it, but have you done some yourself or what is it with that? Well, not really. So I'm really interested in the business side of things. So I spend my time looking at how can I grow my business and how can I teach other women to grow their business as well. So I'm sort of on the other end of of Mm -hmm. that. I know that's another thing that uh, like if I was I was like if I can get you on the show this would be awesome because uh, I'm a huge I'm sure like seeing your page personal development I just love it like I saw uh, and there's like not not many people that I know whether it's in college or whatever they're not so crazy about it like I could go on and on about like whether it's like uh, you know Darren Hardy or um, Tony Robbins and I saw and I, that you get excited you know whether it's starting a new book too and I'm like yes now I have some uh, personal development geek I could talk to with me we could uh you know but um so you said you're growing your business what is your business mainly on and how how new is it so my business is essentially I freelance. So growing my business is just really finding people who like my style as an artist and who want to work with me. So there's that side of that. And then there's my other side of business, which is where I want to show people how to do that. So how do you attract your ideal clients? How do you work with people? How do you actually get your, your name out there? But on the makeup the makeup side it's yeah it's really about connecting with people and get, if they want to work with me they can work with me yes yeah. so <laughs> as so <laughs> as someone who necessarily when you say freelance what i know what necessarily do you mean by freelance break for someone who might not understand that yeah absolutely so as a makeup artist there's different channels you can go down you can possibly work for someone like sephora you can work in a cosmetic company under a a brand such as myers or david jones Mm -hmm. or you can go off and you know work for yourself so go to people's homes as a freelance makeup artist you go to someone's home or they can travel to you you take your kit and then you do the work from there see that i like that because that's something that you kind of have to bet on yourself too. Like that's what I'm doing yeah. with personal training as well. Like I can go independent or I can work for a gym. Um, that's so the fact that you're doing that um, for any of I know a lot of people who are listening. Um, a lot of them are already small business owners. But for any of the entrepreneurs out there, how is that for you when you first started out? Because how long have you been doing it though? So I've been doing makeup for about seven years, but I didn't really take off in the freelancer. Area until my until until recently, I've managed to acquire you know work all along that time. Yeah. But I didn't really hit it off until you know the past two years. So what was your question again? No, that's exactly it. I, my, the question mainly was uh, like basically like how long have you been doing it, and um, like when did you essentially start getting onto something? And you said just recently in the past two years you kind of started. Um, catching something. Um, and 
what I put that down to is it is the personal development going back to what we were speaking about before. It's really understanding how to be confident in yourself so you can grow with your business. So it, it is all down to that personal development, uh, willing to understand yourself and really find your that's find what your fault so from there you can grow. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. See that's exact that's what I tell everyone like who uh you know, whether it's starting at a gym or even, you know, just outside of it, whether I'm, you know, I'm just giving a message on the personal development. Everyone, you know, I was thinking about this even today. Like, uh, someone goes to the gym or something, and they look at somebody who is, you know, in really good shape. And I think they yeah. just, I just think they automatically assume it's a physical thing. But no, they're mentally, like, in tune. Like, they're, they understand mentally that it's discipline and that they have to be confident in themselves. And it's the same way, like you just said. That's why when you said when you uh, were going on with the business, I was I was freaking out over here because that's the point that uh, I need that I, that I want to drive home to listeners. So, did you start out with personal development and then get into business, or like was this something that you stumbled upon that helped you in growing your business? Yeah. So I, what happened was it was about three months after I had my son. Uh, his grandma came over from the UK uh, to visit and okay. I've always wanted to have like this really cool business and I didn't quite concept how to make that work uh, in the freelance uh-huh. um, space as a makeup artist. So when she came over, she was telling me about this business she ran over in her country in uh, the US, sorry, the UK. Mm-hmm. And as she was saying it, I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. So it was a, <laughs> it was a business that had giant love letters beautiful um, display pieces for weddings, so a giant Ferris wheel that you filled with lollies. So essentially I I found this idea that I could make work, just started making that happen, and through that I started connecting with some people, some other entrepreneurs, and that's when they're like, oh, you you should read this book. And the first book I really read that opened my mind to understanding myself was The Big Leap by Gary Hendricks. Okay. So. I like would walk with my child and uh, <laughs> listen to it on repeat in audio uh, form. Yeah, and that's yeah. where it started. So it was in a separate business, and then I was like, I get it now. Like I get what it takes. I love that because yeah, one hundred. That's the exact kind of same way. Of course, I'm not holding a kid in my hand, but um, that, that's the exact same way with the whole. With it just takes me back to one of my first. The first book actually was I remember I was like I don't know probably fifteen or sixteen or I don't know, and I got a book for Christmas, and I was like, what the heck do I want a book for? Like what a book? And then uh, I, I I you know, and me being a fifteen sixteen year old like cocky kid or whatever, I opened it up, and the first page the like author like immediately struck a chord that related with me like you know this is a cocky person so now I don't think this but um you know he was like I was you know 20 years old handsome and not really good at anything and then in the background you have the same author who's you know behind a private jet and whatever so I was like whoa if this guy claims that he was good looking but not good at anything I think I'm good looking and I'm not that great at anything Maybe I could do something. So um, I got the audio. I, I got the audio book and everything. But yeah, it really and that's real. I would have to give credit to you know whether it's been my personal training business or podcasting. So um, I that's why I lit up when you're going when you say that. So um, I think there's a lot of stigma around. I think that's the correct word. But there's a lot of 
belief around what personal development is and reading books. I think there's a lot of conditioning that it's it's weird and it's not normal to do. So people people are uncomfortable with it. So I think the key would be to just making them aware that it's it's okay to read books. It's actually really cool to learn about yourself and like not to worry what other people think or kind of let go of those conditionings. Oh my god. If any for for my listeners literally take 30 seconds, go back Go back and re-listen to what she just said, because honestly, that's I have a twin brother who um, he's a complete he he's exactly what you just said, Justin. Hello, um, he uh, he 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 calls it the hippy dippy stuff. Um, but honestly, I mean, if you're not taking care of your thoughts and if you're not really filtering, um, you know how you're thinking, like it is the most internal, external, like valuable thing. So I don't know why people look at it almost as if it's like. Um, you know, jump out of a building and fly to your dreams. No, it's not really like that. It's more so like it's more it's more like practical. Like, um, and Rebecca is like a living you know example that applying it gives you the confidence to you know go. I discovered I discovered you on uh, that Instagram feed where it's like fo- like follow what I may like or something like that. I'm from America, all right? Like, you're all the way in Australia, and I discovered you. So, obviously, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, well, now I know whatever, you know, is you're doing it right. So, um... That's awesome. Yeah, it really is. So, I guess now, don't, like I, I promised you, I, would, I wouldn't make it too long because, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, take up too much of your time. But, um, have you... So, I just asked you a couple, you know, you know questions that are whatever... Have you ever been to America, though? This is just my curiosity weighing in now. No, I haven't. I actually haven't traveled. I used to be really scared to do anything, uh, which I'm not anymore. Mm-hmm. Anymore. So I have yet to travel, but it's on my, uh, my list this year is to travel somewhere mm-hmm. and just, just get that rolling. So I've never, I've never been to America. Ooh, it's a, <laughs> I have to say, one of my, the first places I want to go to is Australia. And I have to ask this question. It probably sounds like such a dumb question, but um, is it really, like, true that kangaroos, are, like, they're, they're, is there an abundant amount of them just chilling, like, all around? Or is, are they not really that, um, you know, I guess you could say seen? Nah, look, you walk out your front door and you'll see a kangaroo. They're everywhere. <laughs> really? No, I'm joking. I'm so joking. Look, oh, no. It's pretty normal. If you go to some places where there's <laughs> animals, yes, there, there's lots of kangaroos, but... Your average, yeah. See, I don't, I, see, I don't, I don't know you that well. So you, got she, you completely reeled me in right there with that, you know, with your sarcasm. I was like, oh, for all I know, they could have been out getting the mail for all I know, or you know, at the coffee, <laughs> or at the coffee shop. No, but I just, oh man, that's so cool. I know it sounds so. You're probably used to it now, the kangaroos, whatever. But um, get oh, I it. love the kangaroos. I visit wildlife parks all the time and feed them. They're really cool. Uh, <laughs> we have places you go and you can feed them. Yeah, it's fun. That's uh, how tall are they? What are they like? What like? They're different sizes. I mean, some of them I'm not going to go near because they, they they do intimidate me. But <laughs> they're all different sizes. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, I think everyone knows that video of. Uh, the, that guy like and that kangaroo like fighting but um so yeah i guess they could be a little violent but um no i just think it's so interesting like you guys have the coolest accents you guys have the coolest animals like uh it's you know i think you guys are winning definitely over you know america but um so my last i guess one of my last couple of questions would be um 
A, why'd you take this? Now, why'd you accept this call? No, I'm just kidding. But um, uh, <laughs> um, is so what platform do you want to expand your freelance or makeup business to? Like, uh, I know like within the next couple of years, is there like, are you comfortable where where you are kind of, or would you like to even expand it even more? Always looking to expand, but what I've been looking at expanding is my uh, courses, my online courses, and platform that I'm creating. So it'd be more I'm wanting to expand uh, with my motivation and share that yeah. and the business teaching business. Yeah. So makeup, I'm happy with where it's at. The word of mouth referral, I'll definitely keep looking at you know growing my website and things like that but yeah what what is your website is it like uh it's is it your name what is it just so you know people listening or myself could uh check it out <laughs> so it's uh it's just rebeccaburton.com rebeccaburton.com and i'm sure there's the services provided and everything all right um what would you yeah. what would you recommend uh to anybody who's maybe wants to go out with the whole, with makeup being one of like a platform of a service they may provide what would you recommend um, is a certain piece of advice to you know help them out just can you just ask that question one more time sorry I missed that no don't worry it's kind of funny because I feel like one of those like you know like creepy weird like reporters you know what I mean who are like excuse me <laughs> like what are no but uh honestly it's, I don't care but um what would be like a uh, for someone who wants to start out, okay, so Nick Kretzel's me. I wanna, you okay. know, I wanna start out in the in the makeup industry, okay. Um, you know, I could use stuff for my eyebrows. You know, I got some nice eyebrows right now. <laughs> but um, what would you recommend, like advice to like whether it's getting started or um, competition? I mean, that's a meaty question, I know. So yeah, I like it. Bear with me here, but. <laughs> Sorry, if I was to give uh, some advice. My advice would be to get really clear on what style of makeup you want to do because, like you said, there is competition, but you can eliminate that competition if you get really clear on what style of work you want to do because makeup is art, and if you see yourself as an artist, there's only one of you. No one can replicate that. So get really clear on your style as an artist and then, you know, Go from there. <laughs> oh my! I I love that makeup is an art. Get really clear on your art, and you'll eliminate competition. Whoo! That was gold. And then with then with your online marketing and the, everything you're putting out there, make sure it's congruent and you're being you're sharing. This is what I do, and not giving mixed messages. So when people are looking at your let's say your Facebooks or your Instagrams, it's very clear. Every time it's consistent, it's very clear on what you do. You just really want to become the go-to person for a style. So for me, I'm known for amazing bridal natural makeup. Like people come to me for that. So maybe you might be known for being amazing at winged eyeliner, and that's your go-to. It's just it opens up a channel for people to find find you and to be able to connect with you as an artist. And from there, referrals just swarm in because you're really clear mm -hmm. you've got expert status yeah this this is gold for me too because like i said i'm in the in the you know phases of really trying to expand so oh i was trying to take that all in um i guess one more because i'm a kid in the candy shop right now because like this information is perfect for me so i'm sorry but i have to ask one more um when you all right so i'm at the phase where a lot of people now or i guess you'd say are starting to you know 
they know like I he does podcasting, personal training, but so I guess for my region it's 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 there. Um, but as far as expanding, do you have a networking team? When and if you do, when when do you know it's the time to like start, like you know, bringing on a team? Oh, interesting question. And nice. I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> I, I honestly, so just clarify a little bit more. Bringing on a team, what do you mean? Okay, so, like, so I guess try to word it in how what I'm thinking for my next moves is, um, there, like you said, which I really love that you said is, um, like everything is an art, and necessarily, especially your own message being an art. Well, marketing is an art too, and of course, yes. the, there's people. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if you see it too, but I mean, you have these people who hold their phones like, oh, I'm in Hawaii hanging out with, or whatever, and they're telling you that, you know, they can do this for your marketing or that for your marketing. So I guess to condense the question now, um, do you recommend hiring a marketing team like early on, or is that like a later on, uh, I don't know if that's the way I wanted to word it, but... That's, I can still go that route with that question, or is that a later on move you want to make with your, I guess you'd say your team? That's in that's entirely like up to you. But what I would do is I would learn the marketing myself because who's going to market your brand and your vision better than you? So go out and learn the skills that you can then implement into your brand, and then maybe you can help other people with those skills. So even if it means you're slowing down your progress to go learn a new skill, I would be honing in on your marketing yourself. Yeah. I, I love that. So that's that's what you did essentially, right? You didn't you didn't have. I love it. I love no. it. No. The big... And every time I want to do something, and it's an idea, if I have to go back and learn something, I go back and learn, and then start again. Press pause, learn, and keep going. I love it. Oh, nice. I see. Here I thought I was delivering content for, you know, the audience, but look at that. Now I just got myself some nice stuff. <laughs> so, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. I mean, like I said, oh, this was, for me, this was fun because uh, I, when it's when it's hard for me to stop asking questions, that's when I know that I'm having a good time. So, um, I have to thank you for taking time out of uh, your day to, you know, come on and, you know, really tutor me a little bit too in the you know, in the whole business world. Um, I definitely, hopefully, look forward to, you know, whether it's catching up with you again or hearing what you're doing. Um, so, like I said, I people have your website. It's RebeccaBurton.com, right? Yep. All right. Yep. And I have your Instagram, so uh, if I when I post the link, I can put that in there. And then we're good. So tell the kangaroos I said hello, and uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll be hearing of my makeup brand one day. But, Rebecca, thank you so much for um, coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've had an absolute blast. And I will say hello to those kangaroos for yes. you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take care. See you.